Oot, 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 oopers and bananas. Okay, hello and welcome to the season two premiere of No Helmet Required, the original Cedar Cove podcast. Yay! Yay! Welcome We're back, back to this man. We are back, in which I, Auntie Karen, and my two friends, Auntie Sarah and Uncle Brian, provide a play-by-play of each and every episode of the original Hallmark dramatic series, Cedar Cove. Auntie Sarah, Uncle Brian, would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'm Auntie Sarah. Am I saying something more? You can say something you like or... Oh, I'm Auntie Sarah and I have a dog and I like my couch. Oh, great. I like chocolate. Super. (laughs) Yes, I am Uncle Brian and I like watching Cedar Cove again, it turns out. Um, Oh my goodness. Even taking that hiatus and then coming back, I, I found myself slightly surprised to be enjoying... Cedar Cove. I know. Me too. Me too. I'm I'm Karen, and when I was little, I used to watch MASH, and I used to think it was really cool how Hawkeye was always yelling at people while saving their lives. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. So, any classic TV? Yeah. Episode. yeah, yeah I, I was a Munsters kid. Oh. I, I like the Munsters God, too. I love them. Yeah, they were such a they were such a normal, wonderful, wholesome family. They were, but like, with style, but with pizzazz, but uh-huh. with like cobwebs and vampires and oh my god! Of course you love that show. It's so you. But they're not kooky like the Adams family. They're they're like really wholesome and really nice. They're really good mm-hmm. neighbors. They mm-hmm. care about each other and love each other very much. The Munsters. The Munsters. Yeah. They just drive like a hearse and, you know. (laughs) Yeah. They're goth. They're totally goth. I love them. Well, when I was a kid, I used to watch this show called Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Are we in a time warp? (laughs) I I mean, I'm just that young. Don't I sound beautiful? Oh, you are. You're such a kid. (laughs) What a kid. He's a kid and a kidder. No, but I also used to watch reruns and syndication of the Brady Bunch when I was a kid. Oh. And occasionally this really weird TV station in my hometown would also, after school show, they'd show like the Brady Bunch and Bewitched and um, Petticoat Junction. Have you ever seen Petticoat Junction? Whoa. That's a real Yeah, I don't remember anything about it except that they said Petticoat Junction. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Sweet. I also really love Bewitched, and I got real proud of myself when I realized that when she twitched her nose, she was only twitching her upper lip, and I can do it now. Oh my gosh. Hello. Yeah. I just blew your mind. That solves it. Yeah. yeah. Me, 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 me. Good work. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Solving mysteries. One TV program <laughs> at a time. Sweet. <laughs> All right. This week, we'll walk you through season two, episode one. Ooh. Okay. Now, if you'll remember, we ended season one on three cliffhangers. Oh, my God. First, (laughs) what will become of gallery manager and redheaded ice queen, Mary Ellen, (laughs) and innocent ex-con brooding artist, John Bowman. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. That's number one. Um, Also, what will become of sexless Justine and human (laughs) block of cheese, Seth Two's ill-conceived restaurant and fish market? (laughs) Gunny's Revenge, right? Yeah. That's what it's called. Um, Lockhart and Gunderson. Yeah, that's right. I lost the keys. Guess <laughs> we're never going back in there again. <laughs> and most importantly, what will become of lovely folk singer Shelly, the ex-girlfriend of Jack's horrible spawn, <laughs> mucus-scented Eric, <laughs> who is pregnant with their baby. Shelly's pregnant, not Eric. That was a misplaced modifier. That would be so much more interesting. Sorry. Yeah, it would like alien, but worse. And last we saw Shelly, she was in terrible pain, and all were concerned about her and Elkarim. Which is the the name we came up with for the baby. Baby Elkarim. Which is miracles backwards, and we think really fits the aesthetic of the show. Yes. (laughs) Any questions? No. Are are we all caught up? We're all caught up. We are. This is awesome. Great. Let's ride this. Okay, so by the way, in the season one finale, it was Christmas. And in the season two premiere, (laughs) it is no longer Christmas, even though narratively it appears to be the same day. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Later in the same day. Yeah, it's not Christmas anymore. Like an hour later. But it's like the same day. You're right. Oh, and I feel like I or we 
like we predicted there would be snow when the baby was born or something, yeah, right? Yeah, Because no. it would be a... Um, uh, miracle snow. Yeah, miracle snow. <laughs> we predicted that, like, yeah, 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 have, yeah. She'd have a... And it'd be like an unusual snowfall for there, but yeah. it was a miracle because the baby was born. Oh, my gosh. The miracle is that it's now spring. That... That is kind of a miracle. <laughs> well, there we well, go. That's climate change. That's, right? climate. <laughs> that's no miracle. And it is, you know, Pacific Northwest. It, who knows? It could be whatever yeah, at any time. Yeah, so unpredictable. Sure. <clears throat> All right, guys. So, let's start with the sea story. The sea story opens in the Cedar Cove Art Gallery, oh, which is adorned with medium-sized industrial sculptures and edgy abstracts. So, too really much. Really changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a modern gallery, guys. Yeah. Mary Ellen, the gallery manager, is on the phone ordering prints when two greasy creeps walk in. <laughs> and manhandle all kinds of stuff. Yeah. They're totally uncouth. They're, like, touching the art. And they're leering at Mary Ellen with their Jersey accents. I, all I could hear in my head was, nice art you got here. It would be a shame if anything happened to it. Uh-huh. Kind of thing, right? Yeah, like totally. I'm going to get my smudgy, sticky fingerprints all over it. Mm-hmm. They say they're looking for their friend. Yeah, that's it. Their friend John Bowman. <laughs> the, the acting in the scene was so <laughs> it was so bad. bad. It was. So Mary Ellen says that she has no idea where to find him. As they leave, they look meaningfully at her and say, Have a good day, Mary Ellen. <laughs> And she gasps, how did you know my name? They say she must have told them, and she protests that she didn't. It's all very threatening. And she's not wearing a name tag. No. And she's not wearing a name tag. I was expecting the Ice Queen to be a little icier. If I were in her situation, I'd be like, don't touch that. First, like, before they even said anything. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. excuse me. Don't go around touching the artwork. She was very helpless in this scene. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. seems really not like her. Yeah. I agree. It's not like her, and I think it... It's just a testament to her emotional state. Like, like she's really upset <laughs> yeah. about this whole John Bowman thing. Yeah. And she's scared. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Um, but she's still smart. She looks out the right. window and jots down their license plate as they drive away. Did you so, notice? Mm-hmm. I thought this was a neat detail. They were parked in a handicapped space. <laughs> they had their BMW SUV. <sighs> In a handicapped zone. And that shows Greasy. up again later in the yeah. episode when you see their car Greasy. is also parked in a handicapped zone. Because yeah. they're loitering. Yeah. Yeah. In Major a handicapped loiters. Parking. Wow. Yeah. I put, I was actually slightly pleased with Cedar Cove, with the director of that episode, for doing that. Yeah. That, that was a choice. felt a little smarter than sometimes their choices <laughs> are. Or a little more thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I did not catch that. Thank you. I, I mean, it really tells you who they are. It does. It tells you. <laughs> All right. Okay, so then the next day, we see Mary Ellen looking out the window of the gallery, and there are Soda and Pony Boy. Oh. Um, whoops, I mean the greasy creeps. Mm. Oh. Sitting outside looking very suspicious. In the handicap. Yeah. To stall. In the handicap spot. Um, then, you guys, Mary Ellen goes to a P.I. <sighs> so weird. Roy oh. Sideburns. Roy P.I. <laughs> As I like to call him. Where, I was a little distracted in this scene. How did she like? How does she know this man? He's like a a former like PE coach or like how does she know some connection to her mom? Right to Olivia, like uh, involved with a library somehow. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I think if I recall correctly, as it plays out. In, it's been a while since I've seen later episodes, but it, he, 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 they act like he's just sort of been one of the Cedar Covites all along. That he's just, you know, he's just a guy around town. Oh, like everybody he's recurring. Knows yeah. He Roy Sideburns, P.I. Roy Sideburns. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to see more of him. Right. Yeah. Um, this is about as noir as Cedar Cove is yeah. probably ever going to get. <laughs> he had a nice office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hands over the license plate and says, plate. no cops. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. Why? So hard-boiled. So hard-boiled. I know. Uh. I guess it's because she thinks... It, like, if anything, that's just a testament to me to the fact that she thinks that that he's done something wrong. That John... Bo- she's worried about John Bowman has maybe got yeah. himself wrapped up in these guys somehow. Yeah. So she's not totally trusting... So she doesn't want to get that he's on the up and up. Because she's and, worried about him. And honestly, he's caught. given her reason because he keeps saying... You can't be around me. It's not safe. I'm a rebel, Dottie, a loner. Yeah. Right. So it's possible that she's maybe 
inferring that there is something there to be funny business covered. Yeah, some funny business. Yeah. Exacto mundo. And then this dame walked in. Her hair was as red as the fire in her heart. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> I want, I'm excited about Roy Seidburn's PI. Yeah. I need you to trail these these men. No cops. No cops. I need you to... And he has a secretary. He does? Yeah, he talks like the the, the um... The Philadelphia yeah. newspaper the secretary has secretary. a little has a little oh, better. Really? Uh, <laughs> he has a Catherine Hepburn yeah. Yeah, I think. I'll show you in now. I'll sh- I'll show you in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop. You be careful now, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go getting into any trouble. <laughs> okay. Sideburns, P.I. So, so here's a scene that I am I'm stashing in the C plot because it doesn't really go anywhere else. Um, but. Uh, so, Grace comes home to find mm. Cliff cooking a beef stew in her kitchen. Did, has Cowboy Cliff had, like, face fillers or, like, a Does Cowboy major Cliff look different? facelift? Mm, Not know. a facelift, but, I like, didn't notice. has he, like, resurfaced his face recently? How do recently? You... I or, don't... like, between the I last season know. and the season? I don't know. He looks poofier, but also somehow shinier and tauter in the face. <gasps> We'll have to look into that. He's not he must have got a so peel. I, oh, maybe he got a, maybe he got a, a glycolic peel. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And then without the hat to cast certain shadows. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Yeah, it is one of the rare times we see him without a hat, and he's so weirdly smiley. He got yeah. into her house. He got into. Her house. <laughs> yeah. The stew is coming from inside the house. Uh, <laughs> well, the stew is pretty good. Yeah, it's a um, family recipe. He says there's not a lot of takeout on the open range. And if you can't cook, when you're a cowboy, you can't cook, you don't eat. Right. Yeah. Whatever. So then <laughs> Mary Ellen walks in to say that she thinks John Bowman is in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then Cliff bows out saying he'll catch up with Grace later and leaving them alone so they can talk. So I guess he's just leaving that stew. Yeah. I hope she turned the burner down before she went up the stairs. TV is so weird. Like, people do this, right? Like, oh, I made this elaborate meal. Oh, let me get out of your way. I'll just leave. Also, Cowboy Cliff is, like, the most accommodating. He is. He was pretty great. So accommodating. And he does something good in the next episode. No spoilers. To also be accommodating. Yeah, he's so helpful. Anyway, they get kind of all lovey-dovey, and then he leaves. Um, okay, you guys, we finally see John Bowman. Yeah. He's walking around a gritty city neighborhood <laughs> with horns and chain link fences. <laughs> walking up a hill. Yeah. You know how rough Seattle can be. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, uh, he's on his cell phone. It's the greasy creeps calling him on the cell phone. The, there was that. I like this moment. I yeah. thought this was hilarious. It was really funny. <laughs> I really appreciated <laughs> this. <laughs> they, uh, they intimate that they are looking for him in Cedar Cove. They're out on the... The end of the dock, the only place with good reception. <laughs> Surrounded by tourists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and talking about their crime syndicate stuff. Yeah. Like, out there, like, I got a whole duffel bag full of fake passports that yeah. I got to sell. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But right there. Yeah. I thought that was really it was funny. Really, um, I thought it was very well yeah. done. So John Bowman tries to remain calm, but you can tell he's rattled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then... We in the very next scene we cut to Grace opening her front door to the PI Roy Sideburns. who is with a cop actually Troy the sheriff yes Roy and Troy Roy and Troy oh they say God. they've got info on John and it's not good dun 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 and that's it that's a C story <sighs> we'll find out later great yeah <sighs> B story yeah all right if you remember at the end of last season. Real estate mogul Warren Saget was wow. under federal investigation and eventually arrested for, quote, financial stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what it said in the complaint. Yeah. <laughs> financial, financial stuff written in backwards handwriting, just like in the Far Side cartoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a cow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm the FBI moo cow. <laughs> okay, so in the B story, we, we open... In a Seattle courthouse where we hear that the prosecution has dropped all charges against him. What the hell's going on here? Yeah. The judge seems pissed. Yeah. Duh. He's irritated. But Warren is smug. Yeah. What is he up to? He's so good at it's that. It's his natural state of being. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
I know, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He's Smug Warren. Like, no smiling, says the judge. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. like, mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so part of why this matters to the Cedar Cove gang is that Justine and Seth, too, were sort of buying a property for them <laughs> as the site of their new restaurant. The one, if you remember, that blew yeah. up at the end of season one. <laughs> and Warren's arrest somehow interferes with it all. Legal stuff. Whatever. Yeah. But legal stuff. Now steps. all charges are dropped. So. Because. Because. Okay. <clears throat> we will find out in a moment. Okay. Um, then we see Justine uh, in her mom Olivia's chambers telling her mom that they have a contractor coming to assess the damage. <laughs> uh, the damage of the restaurant. She could just kick herself for taking the keys before they had a deal. Yeah. Uh-huh. We could yeah. have told her that. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody feels that way. Yeah. Um, and, but then her mom's like, but you were excited. Sorry, that's the Justine voice. Yeah. <laughs> but you were excited. But you were so excited. Excuse <laughs> Sorry. me. No, 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 no. You did the Justine voice while you were drinking tea. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. like, maybe they didn't actually. I don't. It's maybe it's not their. Maybe they didn't actually buy it because I don't really know. I don't understand. No, they did. They haven't. It's it's, it's still an, an escrow. It's still an escrow, it's still an escrow. <clears throat> which means that if the building's insured, it sounds like the building's still insured by Warren. By Warren. Okay, we're going to get into this a the little bit later. It's such a right. mess. Okay, so we're going to find out why Warren got off. We cut back to Warren and his lawyer, who is telling him that they, quote, really want to nail your business associates back east. Uh, so I think we're together that Warren, Warren is becoming... flipped. He's becoming an informant. He flipped, and then yeah. he and his lawyer talk about it in public. Yeah. Walking like, out of the courthouse. Walking down the stairs. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they're going to nail his business associates back east. And Warren's so wearing Warren's a wire. Now is he? he? Probably. Probably. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's working for the feds now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is yeah. why all the charges were dropped. But his lawyer would know <clears throat> that, right? His lawyer would what? Know that. That he was wearing a wire? That Yeah, that he's working with the feds now. Yeah, he I think does. that's what he was yeah, referring yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Saying, yeah. No, just that like they're just talking about it and on the front of the courthouse, you know. Dummies. Dummies. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's not, yeah. Okay. All right, so back to the restaurant. Seth, too, and Justine are meeting with the contractor, and his estimate is much more than they can afford. It's a couple more zeros in there, it's better. No, a few too many zeros. A few <laughs> too many zeros. Says Justine. That's a lot of zeros. <laughs> I would like to unpack this. Okay, let's unpack this. So, a few. Three, A right? few is three. Yeah, so three so more it's a, zeros it's a thousand times than more she was expecting. than they were expecting. So what was she expecting? It was going to be $14 or something? Maybe she was expecting tens of thousands and it's hundreds of thousands. Okay. Which would only be one more zero. Oh, sure. Yeah, it'd have to be. Maybe she was expecting $4,000 and, and it's $400,000. Well, which, case, which would be two more, two zero more zeros. Two more zeros. Still oh, not shit. a few. And not to jump Justine's ahead, but in a later scene, <laughs> Justine is not good at math. But in a later scene, she also says, um, and I wrote this down because it made me so mad. The contractor's estimate was "quote unquote" more than my first car. I wrote that down too. More it's than my first more. car. So, I, a first how much was her much? first car? I mean, even if she bought it new, even if she bought it new, what was 12, it? Twelve thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars, even twenty thousand. Even so, that would mean that. A few too many zeros yeah. is just more than fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. So she was expecting the original estimate to be twenty dollars. It doesn't make any sense. She's so I ah, this made me so mad. Math is strong suit, but I thought that this would be an easy fix because me and my mom and all our friends already did so much work. I have some pocket change. <laughs> I'm going to pay for it with. <laughs> okay. What was she thinking? I, I don't know. It doesn't make any dumbass. sense. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, um, I'm so mad. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, so the point is expecting to be so much money. What was she? The place expecting? blew up. It, <laughs> there was literally an explosion. Okay, the contractor reminds them that this but is the pipes. We don't need to replace the pipes. 
Uh-huh. The contractor says, this is just an estimate. It could be much more. New wiring, plumbing, a new roof. Seth, too, says, what if they don't want any of that new stuff? Oh, my oh gosh. My these God. people don't understand the world. He's such an idiot. Okay. The contractor's like, duh, you'll need permits, and if it's legally required, you have to get it, idiot. <sighs> he also says, don't worry, your insurance will cover it. And then they're both like, wow, wow, wow. And exactly. we all know. Because yeah. they're morons. So then later when they're walking down the steps, which is, I think, a metaphor for sinking deeper into a quagmire of debt, <laughs> they have the conversation about the car, which we've already discussed. Oh, my God. So and, stupid. Even when you buy a car, they force you to be insured to drive that fucker. You have to have a lot. Yeah. How I, think, is, I think you have to have homeowner's yeah. insurance to buy a house. Well, that's the I thing. Mean, they were still an escrow. So it was, it's not their it's building. not even their house. This is not so their why problem. Why are they hiring a contractor? When, yeah, it's not their. It's a, oh it's, my god! It's stupid. And it's I dumb. don't think. Oh yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. if the sale then finished and they bought insurance their own that it would cover something no. that happened under the, the previous no. owner. owner yeah. and their insurance. No, 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 no. no, it, doesn't no. it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Oh my god. So, uh, all right. So well, we poked a million holes into this. Yeah, yeah. take that. Justine, Justine <laughs> is just saying. It's too much money. And Seth says, oh my god, you guys. Seth says, don't worry, we'll make it back after we open the restaurant. No, you won't. The <laughs> restaurant is going to suck. Said the owner of every failing restaurant ever. <laughs> How do they... Uh, Hasn't he watched Gordon Ramsay's uh, Nightmare Kitchens? Yeah. Kitchen Nightmares? I wrote... He doesn't understand profit margins. No. I wrote, these two are such idiots, how do they even know how to have sex? (laughs) (laughs) They don't. I'm not... Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) All right. Then they, quote, run into Warren Saget getting off the ferry because... Well, well, well. That's what what happens in Cedar Cove. You just run into anyone you might want to have business with. You just go outside and there they are. Okay, so aren't you supposed to be in jail, says Seth, too? There's some very unwitty banter back and forth. Warren says, you're going to be all right. Your insurance will cover it. To which Justine barks, you know we weren't insured. Then Warren says, oh, yes, I still legally own it. So I'll be getting a big check. Ha, 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 ha. None of this makes any sense. So he he also takes on. Either his insurance covers it or the sale doesn't go through. Yeah. There's no reason. People are so stupid. It's, like, this is a conundrum. This is a conflict that is non-existent, basically. Right. Yeah. It, it's, like several others. Yeah, like many others. <laughs> sometimes come, is, come up in the show. And maybe even in this episode. Maybe, no. yeah. Right, oh, so, my God. So then uh, Seth, too, lunges at him, and Justine holds him back. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Hold me back, baby. <laughs> oh, Seth, too. Seth, too, don't fight. Don't. Warren. Violence is not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So freaking dumb. Okay. All right. So if Warren still owns it, then this is all his responsibility, and Seth 2 and Justine should just take their money and go buy another property, right? Yeah. Obviously. Or, or, or buy this property. Buy this property at an exceptionally like, lower price. At like one tenth of what it originally cost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now that it's. Burned down. Now that it is a, a shithole, <laughs> or made this is not of, how buying and selling works in Cedar Cove. No, I don't. I don't these know. people are living in their own private Idaho. Totally. Yeah. So Justine goes to Olivia's chambers to tell her Warren is free, and to give her an update on the whole restaurant debacle. She says they are going through with the sale, but are reluctant. <laughs> Wait, they're going through with the sale for the original price for a land that is totally damaged. No. Nope. So no. dumb. Nope. So dumb. Um, anyways, I mean, who wouldn't want to buy a burned down restaurant with unknown salvageability? <laughs> <laughs> Seems legit. Anyway, so she's obviously reluctant, and Olivia calls her out on it. She says, is this really what you want? Justine says, Seth 2, oh, sorry, Seth 2 has given up Everything for this. (laughs) Seth too makes bad decisions all the time. And I'm just going to continue enabling them. (laughs) Yeah. God. So Olivia says, well, don't worry about the money. I'll give you the money, but only if this is what you really want. 
Thanks, mom. Wait, so Olivia's fixing all fucking this. loaded or what? Like she's she got did, a she's ton bought, of money. She I mean, bought the lighthouse. She gave Warren or not Warren. Well, yeah, yeah. Warren two hundred thousand dollars for the lighthouse. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we made up. We made up that amount, but it was probably that. Yeah. And then now she's like, I'll just give you the money for the restaurant, yeah. but only if it's what you really want. I um, think she's crooked. <laughs> people are paying her off in Cedar Cove. Must be. Must be. Well, she's wearing leather pants now. That's true. She is wearing leather pants. We're going to get to that. Oh, do we have to talk about Justine's new styling. Oh, yeah. We do. I have more about that in the next episode, but we'll talk about it here, too. Okay. Um, how about I have one more scene for this story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So cut to Seth, too, and his friend Derek having a beer. His friend Derek is so one of weird. the young sons on um, Chesapeake Shores. Oh! The, the one that's like in law school, I think. That's why he looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the one, not the soldier, but the other one. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the goofy one. Okay. The young, whatever. Anyway, that's Derek. I mean, he's sort of the Anthony Michael Hall. Totally. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh. So Derek is trying to recruit him to go to Alaska and earn enough on this boat scheme to buy a new boat. Boats, you boats, boats, up your last fish, boat. fish, money, boats. Yeah. Yep. Alaska, freedom. Seth too is excited, but then all of a sudden he remembers that he wants that busted up restaurant in Justine. <laughs> Justine walks in to catch the tail end of this conversation and has reservations about Seth too giving up this opportunity, but she keeps it all to herself because that's how she does it. And because he. they lie, he forces his friend to effectively lie to Justine yeah. and mm-hmm. never mention this proposition at all. And he makes him right. go away. He's like... <clears throat> Go back to the yeah. Well, by the club, way, Anthony Michael. What Hall. is yeah. with everyone in this episode acting like fucking children? How yeah. uh, no one's being straight with anyone else? No, no everyone's being super passive aggressive and weird. Uh huh. Weird. Weird. So, shall we talk about Justine's new look? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do we? So, let's describe it first. Uh, we have a haircut. She's got a haircut. Very She's wearing, straight. Very, it's very, very straight, very straight, very severe. It's very long on the side and it's flat. Very, very fashionable flat. and blunt. Yeah, just above her shoulders. It's like a long bob. Very severe. Yeah, I I'm not sure it's the best cut for her head shape. <laughs> it makes her head look small. Yeah, and long. And long. She looks like she has a pinhead now. She's... I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, she's she is a lovely woman. She really we are is. not bagging on this actress. No. She is. Very... I am sometimes. Oh. <laughs> I think she's beautiful in her own way. Hmm. Bless her heart. She's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. She's she's a very pretty woman, but there's. This haircut is not doing her. There's any something favors. very British governess about it. I feel like, yeah. like turn of the screw, like yeah. she's in turn of the screw. Yes, yeah, um, yes, yeah. The button up with the with the. Oh, I have button. more about that. Wacky British governess is what I put brooch. for her. Yeah, yeah. for the brooch. Yeah, I have so more on that. I like wacky it. turn of the like, screw. This is better than the. Yeah, let me let me it. skip ahead and find my notes on this. Okay, let's see. Where is it? Where? Okay, she's missing patterns. I need to discuss Justine's outfit, guys. Okay. It's a white button-up shirt with black polka dots, mm-hmm. yep. a colorful brooch at the neck, mm-hmm. under an aqua sweater, and a gray cardi mm-hmm. with a dark blue velour burnout scarf wrap thing. It's like she was really cold and just started frantically layering random items <laughs> in search of warmth. Yeah. It's very, it's very, uh, what's that word? What's the, what's the name of the aesthetic for, uh, for... Um, dressing your home shabby chic. Shabby chic. Mm. It feels like a human. It's kind of shabby chic. Mannequin shabby chic. But also kind of pretty in pink. Oh, yeah. Like not, yeah. The, not the right colors, but the whole button up with the brooch yeah. and then the severe hairdo. Yeah. It's yeah. sort of. It's very stylish. It's very different. Yeah. It's sort of like a. Like, okay, when the last time I saw pretty in pink, I realized that Molly Ringwald basically was mm-hmm. like a teenage. Dorothy's Bornack, <laughs> with like a high neck, bat wings, yeah. weird layers, scarves, ankle yeah. boots. Yeah. It's the, like the weird really? tennis shoes that look like the you could t- never like uh, uh, bend your ankles properly. Right. They're not for athletic endeavors. No. No. They're for style. Yeah. So Justine's sort okay. of going down. It's a little different in the next episode. She actually yeah, pulled together a little more. Yeah. But okay. this episode, what? It was very, yeah, it was jarring. I mean. I liked it, but it didn't make sense for her. 
I would have worn all of that, I think. <laughs> and I would have felt really happy in it. Except for the burned out velour. Um, and the haircut. I don't I don't have that haircut. I feel like my haircut's pretty small. No, but you have wavy you hair. You do not have that haircut. You have oh. wavy hair. <laughs> you couldn't. No. I couldn't have a pinhead. Even if you had that haircut, it might look cute on you. (laughs) It might. It might. Yeah, it was just a lot of layers, and it was odd. And it was not, it didn't seem like It made her head look really flat in the back. Like, she had a flat head. Like, her head hadn't been properly shaped as a baby. Yeah, or like they had shaped it with wooden planks. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. They put some kind of odd helmet on her, and then just... Yeah. Yeah, it was something. Okay. It's not the best haircut. All right. You guys want to do the A story? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> the A story is so upsetting in so many... I remember yelling... At, so I watched this in the office at lunchtime by myself. Uh-huh. And I yelled at my computer screen various times because uh-huh. I was so frustrated yeah. by Google Eyes and all of them, actually. Uh, Google Eyes and, and, and father of Google Eyes. It's the most bad. obnoxious, whiny brat of a dad ever. Mm-hmm. God! Sorry. Yeah. I'm done. Let's jump in. Yeah. Okay. The show opens in the hospital waiting room where we find Olivia looking very stylish in her blazer and boots. Mm-hmm. Jack and Eric are pacing and making large, worried, large, worried gestures. Oh Lots God. of head rubbing and scratching the back of one's own neck. Oh, my God. Doc comes out to tell them Shelly has had a seizure caused by preeclampsia, and she, uh, although she is okay now and the baby is showing no signs of distress... She does need to rest. Uh, Eric is begging to see her, and the doc says to wait just a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Jack puts his hand on Eric's shoulder in a paltry gesture of comfort. So dumb. And Eric shrugs it off and walks away. Because his father is the worst. Uh-huh. And then Jack takes this personally, because, because everything is about awful. him. Oh my god, Jack yeah. is the worst. I don't think Eric's ever been in a hospital before. Like, this all seemed like news to him. Well, Eric's face this entire episode is, like, it has been, like, rigor mortisized and he's, like, warded, googly-eyed. So googly-eyed and his neck's craning forward and his eyes are bugging out a little bit and he can't close close his his mouth. mouth. He's on meth, right? (laughs) His hair looks slightly cleaner, but not by much. There's something wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's a good assessment, Uncle Brian. That it, he acts like he's never been in, like he has no idea how these things work. I need to see it right now. No, you don't, kid. No, if they tell you she needs to rest, then you need to leave her alone. That's how these yeah. things yeah. work. It's a hospital. Seriously. Um. So then, uh, okay. So Jack takes this personally, Ugh. and then he complains to Olivia. He won't let me in. Oh my God. It's. Two steps forward and three steps back. Who would blah, want blah, to blah, let blah. him in? Which is also, awful. that's not how the saying goes, right? It's two steps forward, one step back? Yeah. It's not two steps forward, oh, three steps there. back. What is that? That's not even the saying. How does the Paula Abdul song? Oh, uh, two <laughs> steps forward, I take two steps. Oh, he takes two steps forward, I, I take two, two steps back. Because it's a dance routine. And opposites oh, attract. And opposites attract. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they yeah, have to yeah, meet yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah, so that doesn't work either. It's not. That's not what's totally going on here either. But, yeah. No, know. it sure doesn't. Two but steps was, you know, forward and one back it, from where I came. Da 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 da. I forget who that band is, but yeah, yeah it's two. These are all and one really back. good points of analysis. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, and then Olivia says he's upset and he's scared. Duh. Then they start making out in the waiting room. So inappropriate. And then. Suddenly, Olivia says, I haven't been here in a long time. And then she and then she has, like, a really funny... I thought this was hysterical. The flashback? Yeah. Okay. Then she says, a really long time. And then, uh, you know who she's thinking about? Well, she looks like she's pooping herself. Like, she, she says, I haven't been here. And then her <laughs> face gets this, like, terrible... She makes this facial expression that was so awful. I found this... I found this to be very intrusive. I did not feel the need for a dead Jordan flashback. I didn't need it. I didn't need to much. see his little body being rolled in yeah. as they're trying to resuscitate him. Like much. I was like, oh no, we don't need a dead Jordan no. flashback. And we all knew that it was going to be dead Jordan. Of like, course. Please. So we flash back to a time before she had product in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
actually, guys, in my notes, I put, OMG, it's actually really sad, guys. Yeah. So maybe that was just me. You guys didn't think it, it was, was sad. I thought it was sad. It I was upsetting. To me, it was upsetting. The look on her face when she was flacking, flashing back looked weird. It, it felt like too overdone. And then it the was fact really that Jack was not picking up on any of this. Right, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so she lies dumb. to Jack. She says she's fine. And then she lies to Why? She always does. Yeah. So and then, silly. And she's such a terrible actress about it. Yeah. But he's so self-absorbed that it works out. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Nothing, everything's fine. No, no. I look like I have a worm coming out of my butt. That's why I'm making this weird face. But everything's fine. Let's Why? make out where Dead Jordan died. Weird! <laughs> so, they're so dumb. And and for two people who constantly tell each other that they love each other, you can't tell your your the, the your love that uh, you feel a little uncomfortable in this hospital because you haven't been there since your kid died. Also, why hasn't she been in this hospital in 15 years? Like, she doesn't know anyone who's had yeah. any kind of complication. Not even her own mother. Not e- Yeah, well, you she doesn't think Charlotte her own mother. would have had... She's died, right? Because she's not in this... Oh, wait. Uh, oh, no, she's, up the, yeah. she's, 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 she's on a singles cruise. She's on a singles cruise. Oh. Yeah, yeah Justine, this is where Justine shows up at the hospital, oh, announcing that, that she's just dropped off Grandma at the airport for a singles cruise. How did I not hear that line? It was oh, a throwaway line. You, like, I think that you were too busy being di- being distracted being by, Justine, by Justine's by outfit. This, oh, is where, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. where Justine's wearing a crazy oh, yeah, outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think we probably never see Charlotte again. She, yeah, she's not coming back I don't back think she comes cruise. back from that. She gets pushed off the boat. <laughs> or she meets <laughs> a handsome gigolo. Who pushes her off the boat? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. That's she's exactly like, what she's happens. on this cruise presenting as like some rich widow uh-huh. and like some, yeah, handsome gigolo decides to take <laughs> advantage of her and like. He's like, what? All you've got is this dead man's junk in a big yeah. storage bolo closet. Ties and- <laughs> bolo ties. Bolo ties. To hell with this. And the record. Her the boat. Chucks yeah. her All off the, the poop deck. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So then, okay, so Justine's wearing her outfit of a million layers. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, Justine wonders how Olivia is. The last time she was here, it was because of dead Jordan. Mm-hmm. And you're then, always, I, I love how she said, you're always taking care of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Olivia turns it around. Are you okay, Justine? Justine's like, I'm a little freaked out, but I was asking about you. And Olivia says she's fine. And then Justine wanders off. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, come on! Yeah. And then Jack and his eyeliner are watching from afar. So annoying! <laughs> I'm so annoyed by him this episode. Every every look, every grimace, because uh-huh. he's constantly grimacing. Oh yeah, that's his thing. That's his move. So annoying. So yeah. okay, so then he walks over and he tells Olivia he's envious of their relationship, of he Olivia and Justine's relationship. So too yeah. much. And he reminds everyone again what a terrible father he was. To which she God. says, you're human. Give yourself a break. We all make mistakes. Dump him. He's the worst. Yeah. Then Grace shows up to keep them company with pastries, magazines, and a large ball of yarn. She's the best. Grace is the best. cat. She's a cat. Yeah. She's going to play with a ball of yarn. Yeah. I know she's going to knit. And her oh. magazine. She never actually said that she was going to knit, did she? No, but. She just brought the big ball of yarn. She was like. She was like, the pastries and the magazines are for you. The yarn is for me. Yeah. I think she's just going to squish it. Or eat it. It'll be awesome. <laughs> she probably knits. She must, right? Sometimes I like to just carry on yarn and squish it. Okay. Yeah. Without even starting a project. It's comforting. But she knew that Olivia would be feeling Yeah, yeah she sure did. And I liked how, I liked sure how she, she, she firmly said, hey, I know that this is weird because it's yeah. definitely weird for me. But then she took... Uh, I'm not talking about it yeah. uh, at face value. She I sure did. Great. And then she left. And she's like, all right, bye. And then Grace was gone. My yarn's gone. Yeah. I'm gone. I so the nurse comes yeah. out and tells the whole clan that Shelly would like to see Olivia. And Eric cannot fucking believe this shit. Yeah. He loses <laughs> it. His eyes are going to pop out of his dumb head. Math. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys. Then we finally get to see Shelly in her room. She looks well, but just kind of anxious. And they she, moved her to a new room. She's in a nice... Yeah, she's in a new the room. beautiful window. She tells Olivia that she wants to continue with the adoption. And you'll remember from season one, dear listener, that her original plan all along was to find an adoptive family for the baby, especially since Eric explicitly said that he did not want to parent, and then he also just took off. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to raise the baby alone and doesn't believe that she can count on Eric. 
Well, duh. Right. Uh, there was some uncertainty at the end of the finale when they sort of got back together and Eric expressed some excitement about the baby coming, but now she wants to be sensible and do what she thinks is right. He brought her a gift of baby shoes in a plastic box. He did. Ugh. I bought you some baby shoes. Her babies have feet. <laughs> do you think this is the right size? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you think this is the right size? Okay, but then Olivia, you guys, you won't believe this. Olivia says, sometimes you have to give people a second chance. He seems sincere. Oh, Oh. that that is a glowing endorsement. Really? Also, she's supposed to base her life decisions on sometimes you have to give people a second chance. I mean, ugh. It's so... Oh, this... Yeah. Shelly says that she thinks Eric will let her down yet again. Because he will. And hello, everyone. She is probably right. Listen to her. Yes. Mm. She knows him better than anybody else there. Mm -hmm. Then Olivia starts talking about how scared she was when she was in the same hospital about to give birth. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. And also, BT-dub, you were a lawyer, you were married to a doctor with good health insurance, and a hovering grandma to help you out. Totally different thing. That, oh, the, they want her to keep this baby so much, and it drives me up the wall. I know. So then Olivia does finally say the right thing, which is I'll support you no matter what. <clears throat> but we then know we, she doesn't really. No, no we know that. Not, yeah. <laughs> then we cut to Eric in the hall outside making noise about having to see Shelly ASAP, God, and he can't worst. believe she won't see him. Then he starts to piece it together that she's going back to the adoption plan. How does, how does he have the cognitive capacity to know this? I wrote in my notes, Eric, not as dumb as he looks. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does he figure it out. He starts to figure it out. Like, oh, she's thinking about this whole adoption yep, thing again. Not as dumb. Back in Shelly's room, we see her telling the nurse that she specifically does not want to see Eric. She this, cannot deal with him, and she wants to stay calm. The nurse was weird. Wasn't the nurse kind of weird? The nurse was like, okay. <laughs> Sure. I'll just say it's doctor's orders. I'll just say it's doctor's orders. But I sort of feel like that's actually probably what nurses do. That's probably what they do. They say, like, I don't Mm -hmm. want to see so-and-so. And and they're like, okay, I'll just say doctor's orders. No, I agree with that. But she didn't seem like a real human being. She seemed like a robot programmed to say these things. Like, okay. Was she a robot nurse? (laughs) She was super weird. Oh, the way that she, like, opened and closed the windows and was like, all right, Shelly. And she kept going, meep, 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 Somebody needs to take you back to the recycling plant from which you came. (laughs) He's horrible. It's like that old Maya Angelou thing. When people tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah, please. This is Eric. We're in season two now. And call security. They all tell him she's resting. I don't care what she wants. And to leave her alone. Nurse comes out and says doctor's orders to let her rest. Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. (laughs) (laughs) Eric looks to Jack for support, but when he sides with everyone else and common sense, Uh Eric barks, thanks, Dad. Thanks for nothing. (laughs) And storms What a child. Run, run, run. Run far. Oh, God. Okay. Can't everyone just, like, change their phone numbers and pretend, like... Just pretend that they don't know who he is. You know, if he stormed away, and while he was gone, they just all moved to another they just location. All left town. Yeah, like they got out of the hospital and then were gone within a day. Yeah, yeah. He he would never find them. No, he's no. too dumb. <laughs> no, no. It'd be um, worth it. I think so. He's horrible. He's horrible. All right, then Jack and Olivia are in some green area outside the hospital. <laughs> the Japanese tea garden, apparently, that is outside the hospital. I I remember thinking, like, how did this town that is so small have so many big city things, like a Japanese tea garden? Okay, they have a big hospital, but they only have one bed and breakfast. It's a big hospital on an island. 
with one B and B. Oh, I think we established it's not an island. It's a peninsula. Oh. It's a peninsula. Oh, that's right. But you know, they, at the local hospital here, they have a lovely little garden where you can sit and meditate. It has statues oh. of St. Francis and whatnot. Oh, that makes sense. So well, it's a meditation you, area yeah. for, you know, when you upsetting need... Upsetting things. For upsetting things. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. It's very beautiful. I'll so that. maybe this is... Similar? Similar. I'll accept right. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, okay, you know how they like to sit in open spaces and have big talks? Yeah. And, and like, manhandle sit, each other? Sit on benches and all that. He says that he feels guilty about being a terrible father. Oh, my God, get over yourself. I know. She says... You've worked hard to overcome your past. This is so uh, stupid. That's not, so, exactly that's not true. true. And we've heard this. Because bastard Yeah, I mean, we've variations. We've a million times. With variations, right? And this could just be recycled footage from any time in the past year. <laughs> and we yeah. wouldn't even know the difference. Okay. Then Olivia's by herself, and she is morbidly looking at a picture of dead Jordan <laughs> that she apparently carries in her purse. <laughs> she sure does. Uh, Grace gives her a hug, and Olivia says she doesn't want to talk about the day dead Jordan died. And as you guys mentioned before... Grace then backs off and says, okay, then we won't talk. I'll just sit here. That's fine. So that's that's that. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. You know who we haven't seen this whole time? Who? Bob and Peggy. Oh, oh man. That's right. Of the time and tide. Which is and nicer breakfast. now. Yeah, the B&B's really changed. It's got a lot. Not, like, there's yeah. a whole water feature It's got water front. feature, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's been upgrades. Yes. Um, and a sign. Which, by the way, is the only B&B in Cedar Cove. That's right. Just to reiterate, you know. For 44 the... Cranberry Road. 44 Cranberry Road. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so cute. You know why? Uh, okay, so I have a little tidbit about the novels on which uh, Cedar Cove is based. Oh. And the novels are numbered. The, the names of the novels are street addresses. Oh. And so 44 Cranberry Road is actually the title of the fourth book, <gasps> if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Very nice. wow. Yeah, and then there's like the thir- 315 something and 511 whatever. I, those aren't correct. I'm just making stuff yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes all the way. There's like a dozen of them. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there's different, you know, cool. families and things. All right. So anyway. Well, that's kind of an Easter egg for, for the, readers. the readers. I know. I'm all for that. Sweet. All right, so she is making a pie and worrying about Shelly, and Bob says, let's go see them. Uh, so on the way out the door, they get a call from Jack, and we're reminded that Bob is Jack's AA sponsor. I was convinced. I was convinced that Jack was in a bar someplace drinking something straight out of the Yeah, bar. I thought yeah. he was probably drunk. He wasn't, though. Um, but Jack says he's feeling weak and wants to drink, and Bob says they're on their way. And uh, when they get there, Bob just sits with Jack until the feeling passes and they have a manly moment of silence. Yeah. Bob doesn't like cake. It was also established. Yeah, it was also established that um, uh, What's-Her-Face got salty with him. I think that was the first time I've ever seen her. Peggy? Peggy? Peggy, Peggy, like, had a little edge to her voice when she was like, I know you don't like cake. That's why I made this pie for you. Right. Oh, because she made cake for the for the guests. For the guests. For the guests. And he's like, oh, I don't really like cake. She's like, I know. That's why I'm not a pie. Yeah. She, when she's oh. when she's under stress, she yeah. goes you she goes to light. Yeah. 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 Good observation. Maybe she's also a two. You think Peggy's a two? Yeah. And, yeah. and then the And then she has all stress. that beautiful artistic side with the four. Yeah. yeah. I can see it. I like Bob better. I like Bob. I've always liked Bob. I know. And I, like I never Bob did better. like Bob. I never liked him. I liked him better in this episode. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. I didn't like Peggy as much in this episode. They didn't give her much to do. Yeah, they Other did, than yeah. to have a pie she and be worried about Shelly. She didn't have a meaty... A meaty... Yeah. Uh, what did you thing. like about Bob now? I felt like I would like him to be my sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Or something. To help give me strength. He's just so stable. Yeah, he's got... Strength. Mm-hmm. And stability. And he could just sit I there. Agree. He could just sit there. He doesn't have to babble at you. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, the pot finally boils over and Eric barges into Shelly's hospital room with the scariest googly eyes you've ever seen. <laughs> like a slobbering oh. he looks, Neanderthal. He looks like large Marge. Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts yelling at her about, quote, letting strangers raise our baby. Oh, my God. And also, crazy quote, person. why can't you see I've changed? Because you haven't. Um, because you're still a selfish douche. These All people right. should not be having a baby. Nope. Obviously. She says, I'm doing what's best for her. And then he storms out, slamming the door, and she is crying. This made me so mad. Yeah. What a turd he is. He's a total turd. He's a turd. Oh, God. Poor Shelly. Should not be having a baby. No. And also, 
there should be better security at that hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. He shouldn't be able to barge in her room like that all no. the time. All right. So then, uh, in a temporary denouement, Bob and Peggy go home to eat pie and gossip about the day's events, <laughs> which I thought was cute. Yeah. I was like, well, that's what Mike and I do after stuff. We go home and have a <laughs> snack and gossip about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, you know. They're the only functional couple. Yeah, they really <laughs> I are. I mean, well, we'll see what happens with Grace and Cliff, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. poor Cliff. So then uh, then cut to Jack notices Olivia looking at pictures of dead Jordan and trying to hide it. Oh, God. And realizes for a moment that maybe she is going through some stuff, too. But then that quickly... But like, he doesn't say anything yeah. to her. Yeah. Well, and she drops the photo, right? And, and he, he picks, picks up, it up. And he picks up the photo. And he what? looks at it and he thinks... And then he puts it in his back who's pocket. She, yeah. Who's she <sighs> looking at? I'm jealous of whoever this is. I know. That moment of realization came and went like a cloud passing over the sun. Yeah. And and that... I'm going to put you in my pocket. And it doesn't go anywhere in this episode. And and carry you around. Dead Jordan. Dead Jordan. I'm going to put you in my pocket. (laughs) Carry you around, Dead Jordan. Like a good luck charm. (laughs) Ew! How creepy would that be if Olivia's like, I lost my photo of my son dead Jordan. I just don't know where it is. And then years later she discovers he's been carrying it around as a good luck in his pocket because he's a creep. Or he forgot it was in his back pocket and he sent it through the laundry. <gasps> like a dummy. Oh. Would she ever forgive him? Because who checks your back pocket? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Laundry. Dead Jordan. Dead All right. Alive. In the last scene, it's very dramatic. Uh, we come back to Eric shouting at everyone in the hallway. <laughs> I'm going to stop you. I have rights. I'm getting a lawyer. You ain't giving my baby away. He said everything, but I'm going to sue the shit out of all of you. I was expecting him to say, I don't think he, I don't think he knows what suing is. Yeah. I don't think he understands. You ain't giving my baby away. He actually said ain't? He yeah. Said ain't. I wrote it in my God. notes, too, because yeah. it was so so bad. annoying. Yeah. God. And and I hate his face. And what's so annoying is that we are some in some way, I think, expected to, to take this for him. as a good sign. Right. Like that he is so invested in this baby that he's gonna do the scene and yell at everyone and say, You ain't giving my baby away. How has but nobody that's called the CPS opposite yet? of yeah. a good sign yeah. for him as a parent? The nurses he... at that hospital should have called CPS in that moment. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry, there's like a weird dysfunctional thing. He continues thing to here. disqualify himself. <laughs> he has no regard for Shelly at all. Yeah. No. I don't care what she thinks. I don't care that she just had a seizure. Yeah. What a dumbass. You're not giving my baby away. Oh Oof. my god, please. Terrible. So upset. I'm sorry this um, episode ended on such a sour note. He needs a Tamagotchi or something. Let's... Go raise that. <laughs> he needs no, no. a Tamagotchi. It'll die. <laughs> it probably would. That's the worst part. <laughs> okay, this, this might be a bit too on the nose, but let's do five traits that we hope the baby does not inherit from Eric. Ah! Google eyes. Google eyes? Yep. Limp bangs. Limp bangs. <laughs> His bangs are so limp. They're so bad. They're really bad. Limp bangs. Fuzzy upper lip hair. Fuzzy. Oh yeah. Right. Ew, gross. Uh, fashion sense. Love yeah. of flannel. I, I I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah love yeah, of yeah, flannel. Yeah. Yelling. Um, at, yelling at hospital got? staff. Oh, also allergic to jalapenos. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. I hope that the little baby is not allergic to jalapenos because oh, that would suck. Bad oh, carpentry skills. Bad carpentry skills. Yeah. 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 Uh, the so, whole worst. The whole mucus thing. It's so gross. Yeah. yeah. Bad Wikipedia research. Let's hope she can close her mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Ugh. All right, guys. Next time on No Helmet Required, we'll be discussing season two, episode two. Yay. Farewell, dear listener. We advise you to go through life with a crooked smile and a knowing gaze. Please stay roughly within the law. And use your down-home common sense. Yay! Yay!